Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in-game betting props and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now, use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now, Bet Online is where the game starts. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Believe in Bills podcast. I am Justice General Rafford. That is the coach, legend in two games, Coach Mookie Hawkins in the building, of course. Um, let's, let's see, we're here on a Sunday night. Big win for the Buffalo Bills. Another big win. Uh, kind of riding the ship a little bit. Last week, we, we, we all said that it made us feel a little bit more comfortable about where the season is headed. I feel like this week, maybe just reinforce that. Uh, how about you, Mookie? How you doing tonight, man? How you feeling? I'm doing good. You know, the way the Bills played, I'm quite sure everybody in Bills, a lot of land is doing A-OK today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anybody who watched the game on all fronts, uh, it was it was effective. It was efficient. It was good football all day. Um, I think that anytime you you look at your quarterback in Josh Allen and um, and he had an OK game, right? It wasn't like anything special. Um, but the Bills were still able to be effective and efficient on offense and move the football, even without Josh necessarily having to do everything today. He was 20 of 32 for 218, a tutty and an INT. Now, the tutty was an awesome pass, you know, beautiful pass that 1% of quarterbacks in this league can make. Um, the INT was Basically, him giving his guy a shot. I, I, looking at it, I feel like Gabriel Davis could have done more in the air, but just neither here nor there. Um, just looking at the game overall, let, let's let's start with the offensive side of the ball. 168 rushing yards for this offense, Coach. That is what you want to see from the ball. You've been saying it for the last two years. You know what I mean? You've been saying it since I started working with you. Run the football. Run the football. And uh, they're finally starting to do it. Yeah, we all know that running solves our problems. And, and I, I, I hate to just keep saying it again, but running solves our problem. Josh Allen is a better quarterback when he is under center. And, you know, it gives the defense the notion that, hey, this could be anything. This could be, you know, 50-50 run. It could be 50-50 pass. When you look at this balance that this Bills offense have had in the past couple of weeks, you can easily look at how dominating – this Buffalo Bills team is. When they have balance offensively, you see complementary football at its best. In back-to-back weeks, and guess what? Complementary football has gotten better 
the past couple of weeks. When you look at, you know, the balance of today, 168 rushing yards to 218 passing yards. Josh, he was over 60%, but again, the, the, the way the run game, you know, were, were, were set up, you know, you didn't know whether Josh was going to pull it out. And then when you look at all the play action passes, I want to know what was the percentage of Josh Allen when they did run action? You know, I mean, it seemed like every time Josh, you know, did run action, guys was really wide open. He 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 knew where he wanted to go with the football, and a guy was literally wide open. So, just again, I'm very impressed on how Dorsey is able to make the right play calls to help Josh, uh, you know, manage the offense more better than what he did week one. So, uh, you know, shouts out to the coaching staff for the job well done. And we ain't even got onto the defensive side of it, but you know, again, James Cook. You know, one more, you know, one more carry away from having a hundred yard game only in 15 carries. Remember how we said that that 10 to 12 is not going to, you know, do James Cook any justice. He needs anywhere between 15 to 18. They got their mark today. And then you see James Cook with the big Chuck run towards the end to close the game out. So um, a good, good team win once again. Uh, offensively, uh, I was very impressed on how Ken Dorsey is able to find Stefan Diggs on third down. And it seemed like every third down, it was a Stefan Diggs signing out there. And, you know, that's all Stefan Diggs wanted in from the beginning is to be involved in those clutch moments rather than allowing the defense to take them away and you have to go somewhere else with the ball. That should never happen. And Ken Dorsey has done an awesome job of doing that so far. Yeah, absolutely. Stefan Diggs on day had eight catches, 111 yards, didn't get in the end zone, but we only have the one touchdown pass, which was to Gabriel Davis for 34 yards. Um, but ever since what to 2020, where we played Tennessee, that was the first time guys were using that too high shell that that teams seem to give Josh consistently now. Uh the same remedy that they gave for Patrick Mahomes when he you know had Tyreek Hill, etc. Uh so they're they're giving them the respect there. But as you mentioned, you see more, a lot more play action fake and a lot more play action fake coming from under center, which uh, becomes a threat when you have a back that's averaging, what is it, 6.5 yards per carry, I think it was, uh, for James Cook. Yeah. You know, 90, yep, 6.5 6. yards a carry for James Cook. Well, that, you know, the play action where you can come under center, you're in that 12 personnel, you got two tight ends or east side or on the same side, right? And and the threat of giving it to a James Cook who's balling out, uh, a Latavius Murray who's getting extra yards on every single, you know, attempt he gets with the rock. Uh, and Damian Harrison is looking good as well. Uh, it, it becomes more of a threat. So you have to respect that they might actually hand the ball off here uh, as opposed to just, you know, knowing that, they're not going to give the handle ball off. They're going to, you know, come back around on the other end and try to get an open tight end or whatever the case may be there. Uh, so that opened up the, the field a lot more. And um, it, it was really, really encouraging. Great uh, offensive performance today. They put up 30 points. Um, but, you know, defense put up some points too. Defense a pretty good game too, coach. <laughs> sure, huh? Sam Howell. According to next-gen stats, was pressured on 69.2% of his dropbacks. That's the second most ever in the next-gen stats era. So, like, since they started counting this stuff, that's the second most uh, uh, pressure, that's the second highest pressure rate that has ever been put on a quarterback in an NFL game. Hmm, we, talked about, we talked about this defensive line. 
missing Von Miller, you go get Leonard Floyd to kind of fill that that void there because after Von Miller left last season, we were dead in the water essentially. Uh, Leonard Floyd looks amazing. Ed Oliver looks amazing. Greg Rousseau looks amazing. AJ Epinesa today looked amazing. Got himself uh, a, a nice interception for a pick six. Um, talk about this defensive line and uh, how how great they've played and what that can mean for us. Well, um, I think that, um, man, we saw Coach McDermott in defensive coordinator mode today. Um, you know, hopefully we need to see more of that. Um, I think that, again, it really boils down to the continuity element that, you know, we always touch on. Um, this defense has pretty much been together and will all machine all of those guys just about for, you know, three to four years for sure. And, you know, the key element is that back end, that 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 Tredavious White, that 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 Poyer and Hyde situation that, you know, those guys are your veteran guys to the point where, you know, um, you know, basically you can trust those guys on the back end. So it gives you some. Um, you know, some comfort back there to know that, hey, if I can, I, I can do this, this five to six man pressure at times because I have a secondary that I can trust and know they're going to be at the right spot. You know what I mean? When, you know, a quarterback is pressured and you saw that today, you saw Micah Hyde being where he needed to be when the quarterback was pressured. You saw Tredavious White be where he's supposed to be when the quarterback is pressured. You saw Jordan Poyer, you know, making plays when the quarterback was pressured. Um, and that's a test to, you know, again, on some of the things that we talked about during training camp. I told you that this Bills defensive line is probably the be one of the best in the NFL. When you look at that rotation, it's going to be hard for teams to try to double what? Because you have so many guys up front that you can keep fresh. And again, Von Miller didn't even play today. But look at the contributions from Ed Oliver, the contributions from Rousseau, the contributions from Jordan. The contributions from everybody up front just about got a sack or a pressure. And, you know, that's what's going to carry this team through, you know, on a week-to-week -week basis, this defensive front. Keep in mind, Puna Ford was inactive today. And the Bills were still able to, you know, do what they did, you know, from, you know, an upfront standpoint. So, again, pressure bust pipes. Uh, I'm very impressed on um, Coach uh, McDermott not sitting back, um, you know, letting, uh, you know, basically a rookie quarterback at this point just try to pick him apart. And instead of pressuring him to check his temper to see, you know, how he would respond being pressured. So hopefully this can carry over. No, just stop just pressuring uh, Howell. Um, we know they got a big game next week versus Tua, and we know they have definitely gotten after Tua in the past. But nevertheless, this was um, a statement game for me. I think it was a statement game for this defense, the way they went out and played today. It absolutely was a statement game for this defense by every stretch of the imagination possible. Uh, they're the first team since 1985 with nine sacks and four interceptions in a game. Uh Terrell Bernard had himself a magnificent day. Uh, he became the first player in the NFL since 2007, which was Brian Erlacher. So you're in rarefied air already as it is. Two sacks, INT, and a fumble recovery on the day. Give uh, is a player of the week for sure for Terrell Bernard. So with, you know, all the Tremaine Edmonds talking, I'm not, I'm not going to be one who sits here and says, oh, Tremaine who? I, I'm, I'm not doing that. But – uh, it was extremely encouraging to see your young linebacker have such a, a brilliant day. Uh, that has to be great for his confidence going forward. 
Oh, without a doubt. I mean, everybody had doubt with Terrell Bernard last year. They was wondering, like, oh, well, is this guy was going to be Tremaine Edmonds' replacement? And, you know, they were just looking at the frame on how small he is and, you know, thin he is and didn't think that can this guy hold up in the middle, you know, looking like an oversized safety. But, you know, he proved that, you know, not only today, but, you know, he's been doing it since he's been, you know, named the starter out there. And, you know, again, it boils down to, you know, wearing that green dot and making those calls and, you know, getting people in the right position to make those plays. And, you know, that's definitely something that Coach McDermott is high on, uh, a guy that he has to rely on making those calls, very comfortable with Trinell Bernard out there. And, hell, to all those doubters that didn't think that, you know, Terrell Bernard could replace Tremaine Edmonds, what do those daughters have to say now? Because he's, you know, he's been balling all week. Uh, you know, back-to-back -back interceptions, flying around out there today. The stat line was just ridiculous. We already know who the uh, AFC Defensive Player of the Week is, if not the NFL Defensive Player of the Week. So, you know, job well done for Terrell Bernard, and hopefully this is a boost for his confidence, especially going into next week. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be an ego boost for him, the, for the young linebacker uh, in his second season in the NFL, who a lot of high hopes for Bills fans, you know, with him coming out of college. You saw his tape is flying around the field. Uh, he looked really, really good. Uh, a lot uh, very similar to how a lot of people looked at Dorian Williams coming out of college this year is kind of how the hype was for uh, Terrell Bernard last year. And uh, Terrell Bernard in the second year is <laughs> doing the damn thing so far. So it's week three. You know, cautiously optimistic, uh, but he is absolutely flying around the field. He seems to be in the right spot in every single play. And, uh, you know, as, you know, great people say, they, I forget who exactly said, I think it might have been Steve Kerr, but, um, you know, they say good luck is residue of greatness, you know. So, hey, it, he, the fortune was definitely in his favor today. Uh, you take a look at the secondary, who some people said, you know, they were having a little bit of trouble. Christian Benford didn't have the greatest day in the world. However, Tredavious White got a pick. Micah Hyde got a pick. Um, who was the one that got a pick? It was AJ Epinesa, Micah Tredavious White. Somebody else got a pick. All right. Uh, yeah, four picks out there. Yeah, great, great day overall. It was Terrell Bernard, of course. Right. So, uh, you know, linebacker, defensive lineman, and then uh, – you know, you're two, basically, you're two captains of your defense and Tredavious White and Micah, uh, Micah Hyde getting an interception. That's huge for Micah Hyde, right? That's his first interception in the last two years. He missed basically all of last year with that neck injury. Uh, getting that has to, you know, feel good for the veteran, you know, who a lot of people feel like this could be his last year with the team. I don't think this is last year with the team. Um, you know, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. That it, is way too early to, be, to even even be just having that even discussion right now. Let's just, you know, bask in a moment of him, you know, making plays. He, he talked it into existence for the past couple of weeks. He's been talking to the football before games. You know, he's really speaking into existence. And it finally came to him. Uh, you know, it came to Tredavis. It was good to see those two guys uh, uh, in that secondary uh, was able to uh, make plays in a great time of need that, you know, the Bills needed them to make those plays, especially for Tredavious White. You know, it's his first pick in just about, what, two years almost. So, you know, this is definitely something that's going to be a great boost to his confidence going forward. Uh, we all know when Tredavious is at the top of his game, 
you know, he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Let's not get that twisted. So it was good for him. Um, you seen the, 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 you just seen how he just baited how into making that throw. Uh, you know, he stayed true, uh, to his, his alignment, which was having his deep third and, you know, he did not waver. Uh, and you know, he, he broke on the play in the end zone and it was a big, big play for the bills because, you know, uh, Washington was in scoring position and I'm not sure at that point it was still only like a two possession game, you know, so that was a big play for Trevor Davies to go out there and make. And, you know, it's just good to see that those guys can, you know, make plays when, when needed out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, coming off of injuries for both of your veteran safeties for Mike High and Jordan Poyer uh, to, you know, have a game like this for your secondary definitely feels good. Helps you get back into the swing of things. And I was saying, you know, earlier on Twitter, like you, you look at this defense and all things considered, you 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 could say whatever you want about the Raiders and the commanders as it is. These are two NFL teams. All right. The Raiders have won games this year. The Commanders were 2-0 coming to this game. Sam Howell was having a pretty good season, to be honest. And, you know, this defense was able to be so dominant that it was able to, it was able to, you know, fluster a quarterback who has seen a Super Bowl, who's been a Super Bowl quarterback, almost won. Um, and then, of course, Sam Howell is more of a younger guy, but, you know, they believe in him wholeheartedly. And another guy who is an NFL quarterback still, I, it, it still feels valid to me to, to look at that and to say, OK, you know, you allowed what, 13 points the last two weeks. Um, and overall, like, you know, <laughs> you, you have you didn't allow too many points to the Jets either. They are clicking on all cylinders far so far early this year. McDermott has blitzed a lot more than what we're expecting, than what we expected to see from him in the past. Is this the now we talk about this every year? Late season, you get to the championship, and you know, you say, All right, conservative defense is cool, but you can never beat the best teams in the league sitting back and letting them kill you by a thousand curve plays. You say that all the time, right? Is this particular version of the Buffalo Bills defense? A defense that can win a Super Bowl. Oh, without a doubt, you saw what's going on up front. I mean, you have guys out there with down there multiple sacks. Daquan Jones, one and a half. Ed Howard, one and a half. Uh, uh, Leonard Floyd, two sacks. Uh, it was somebody else that had two sacks out there. Von Miller's not even out there right now. You know, Von Miller is not even out there right now, and they were just flying to the ball. Uh, I liked how it was because the, the the front four was able to create the pressure. And then, you know, Coach McDermott added some more pressure by sending five guys or, or sending a sixth guy. He, he, he mixed it up quite well throughout the entire ball game. And, man, that's what I've been waiting to see out of this defense. Um, mix it up. Let's not sit back and watch these guys. I wish they would have mixed it up a little bit more on that Monday night game. And the Bills can easily be 3-0 and in certain situations. Um, again, Coach McDermott is getting back to his defensive coordinator status, and he was definitely in his bag today. Um, you know, you saw a little bit more difference from uh, Leslie Frazier's defense to a Sean McDermott's defense because Coach is definitely going to dial those blitzes up. Again, he comes from that school of Jim Johnson where it's going to be a blitz from all over the place. You just have to figure it out. And if you guess wrong, it's going to be a turnover. And that's what you saw on display today. So, Hopefully the Bills could 
stay aggressively consistent. And if they are able to do that, hell yeah, this look like a Super Bowl contingent team. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you talk about mixing it up a little bit. Well, jumping back to the other side of football, uh, you had eight different rushers for this team today and nine different receivers. And Josh only threw for 218, so he was just spreading the ball all around. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Stephon Diggs had about half of that, or a little, you know, he had about half of that. But, you know, the, the other half of, of those receptions came from a, a variety of different areas, and it, it does look like this whole team has been clicking ever since that Monday game. And uh, overall, even the Monday game, I mean, you take a look at everything outside of Josh, it wasn't necessarily bad. Josh just, you know, was in the moment and had and made a few mistakes. He took a few chances. That was really the only reason we didn't blow up the Jets, really. Uh, so I, I do think this team is uh, on the right foot. And, hey, we got a tall task. Tall task waiting for us next week as uh, we, we take on the Miami Dolphins. Who put up hold on, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, a tall task. Dolphins got a tall task. Huh? Just because they scored 70 points, I don't mean that the Bills got a tall task. They got a tall task. The Dolphins not, got a tall task. This I'm not Bills saying defense, they this, this Bills defense went out there, and I don't even know how, how many damn fantasy points they put up. But all right. we, we saw the best defense in the NFL today, uh, and we saw the best offense uh, this week. Something is definitely going to give. You know, here at High Mike Stadium, Week Four, and I think you got the the other way around because last time the Bills played the Dolphins, Tua was running for his damn life. Then, all right, and we didn't even have Leonard Floyd. All right, so Tua is going to be running for his life. It's going to be real interesting because guess what? Um, they haven't sacked Tua two out of the three games, so he's comfortable. He's in his comfort zone right now. Not this week. He ain't going to be in that damn conference zone this week. So if they want to think they can go model on model and think that Taron Armstead is going to be able to hold down Leonard Floyd one-on-one, be my goddamn guess. He's going to get the same damn result, and two is going to be uncomfortable, and he's going to be throwing picks. Now, he is the most accurate, most efficient quarterback in the NFL. I give him that. He was like that coming out of college. But we just want to check his temperature. We just want to touch him. We just want to, you know, make him uncomfortable, knock him off his spots, and see what we can get there, all right? Right now, they do got some explosive weapons and all of that. You know, most of it is a beast, too. But maybe Puna Ford suits up this week and have something to say about that run game. But it's going to be real interesting. It's definitely a must-win game for the Buffalo Bills because they cannot afford to be 0-2 in the division. Expect that they're going to be in the driver's seat. All right, so this is definitely playoff implications, uh, division title implications very, very early in the season. I will say that- – I absolutely agree with you. When I when I say a tall task, I I do agree that the Dolphins, you know, obviously they have a lot to to deal with. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, come on, we got a defense that they put up seventy. I get it. I know what I'm saying. They they got to they got to go up against this defense. This defense obviously just put on two dominant performances in a row. So you're not dealing with the the Broncos defense. That you know what I mean. Like I get all that. Sam Howell threw scored thirty five on a Broncos defense last week. So, I, I, you know what I mean? I, I got you. I'm I'm just saying that this isn't the same Dolphins team that we're used to seeing where we don't believe in their quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. They look good. So it's going to be a very good game next week, division game. You got basically an unstoppable force who look like it's meeting an immovable object. We're going to see who, you know, is, uh, you know, 
really about that right now um, because they both look great. They both look like two of the top three teams in the NFL right now. Would you say that's fair to say? Oh, absolutely. Okay. We let's, not, let's let's let's. I mean, we I mean, take no credit for Miami. They're definitely bombing. Mm-hmm. They're definitely. I mean, they're the top offense in the NFL right now. We got to give them that. But until they play a top defense, then. You know, nice. let's let's see let's see where it lies. Let's see where they really are. I mean, we're talking about Denver for crying out loud. Really, you know, we're really talking about that. Tua had all day to throw in the pocket. He is not going to be able to do that against this Buffalo Bills defense. You keep talking about a tall task. Let's just say the word tall because Greg Rousseau is pretty tall. Leonard Floyd is pretty tall. Jordan Phillips pretty tall. AJ Espinosa pretty damn tall. All right, so it's, it's going to have an effect on Tua when those tall guys get after him with their hands up and he's forced to step up in the pocket. We already know. Let's, I'm telling you right now, Tua is scared of the Buffalo Bills. Let me just go out there and just say that. He see ghosts a little bit versus this Buffalo Bills defense. It was the Buffalo Bills defense that really got him into the concussion protocol last year. Just act AJ Espinosa that. So they're going to be locked and loaded. They're not going to be, you know, scared of Miami for sure. And this is definitely going to answer the question going all the way back to the playoff game when everybody thought that, oh, well, two are healthy. The Dolphins could have won the playoff game. So we're going to get that question answered very early week four. Bills in Miami is definitely going to be the most talked about anticipated game all week in the NFL. And yeah, I'm excited about that. And we're going to have a few more Believe in Bills podcasts leading up to that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We will. Um, Miami showed Josh a lot of pressure last year. They blissed him a lot. And, um, you know, we'll see how Ken Dorsey looks to handle that. And see, they we'll can't do that now. They more. can't do that now because they have to respect this Bills ground game. And now Dorsey cannot go back to you know what this bill's offense used to look like you have to run the ball now when you have success back-to-back weeks and you show complete dominance because you have a balanced offense and dean and teams can't just sit up there and try to predict what you do offensively you cannot go back from that and that's going to pose a problem from from this dolphins team because this is a run attack that they have not seen out of this buffalo bills team and i'm telling you now James Cook, one-on-one with any one of those linebackers, is a mismatch problem. And then we have reinforcements with Damian Harris and Latavius Murray, a much more better running back room than last year's room. We'll see. We'll see if the run game uh, – last year they, they pressured Josh a lot. They blitzed him a lot. We'll see if, you know, a, a competent run game will be able to slow that down a little bit, make them respect it, and uh, see if we get some people, you know, open downfield over the middle, et cetera. Um, and we'll also see how Tua deals with a Buffalo Bills defense that doesn't just rush for every play. You know, it's going to yeah. have to deal with some extra rushers coming mm-hmm. and this new, you know, this new attitude defense that Sean McDermott has these guys playing. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to see uh, what happens next week. But that's for that, for, that's for next week. This week, the Buffalo Bills blow out the Washington Commanders in the nation's capital, which really looked like Orchard Park, uh, to be honest. But uh, it, was, it was a great game. But that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, great Bills win. Get to celebrate Victory Monday tomorrow. So make sure you repping the Bills. Uh, shout out to 26 Shirts. Shout out to uh, Bet Online. Shout out to Believe, WFO 96.5. Um, yeah, man. Coach, go ahead and take us out. Bills on back of that Super Bowl contender train. 
Do you believe? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet online continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in game betting prompts and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now bet online is where the game starts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.